And now we go to Mario Economou, who is a great banker and economist. And Mario, give us the latest here on Cats at Night. How's everybody doing today? So, uh, yes, uh, he just mentioned the previous speaker did about the 22 million tons of wheat that are being released. It is good news. It is good news that there is going to be wheat that's coming out into the marketplace. Uh, unfortunately, the person or rather the country that brokered this deal was Turkey and President Erdogan, which is interesting considering it's a NATO member and NATO is actually helping Ukraine uh, indirectly to fight against Russia. This is a very, very bizarre situation, and in my opinion, all it's done is strengthen Turkey, uh, both politically, internationally, diplomatically. And I'm not sure uh, America is going to be able, even though there's a strong effort being undertaken in the U.S. Congress to uh, prevent the sale of F-16 latest generation jets to the Turks, uh, that uh, they will prevail. I believe at the end, President Biden will realize Turkey is important, and Turkey will get the jets, which is not good. But that's another story for another day. Let's talk about Europe now. Europe continues to have forest fires. It continues to have a heat wave. There are a couple of things that have happened. Yesterday, the uh, European Central Bank increased interest rates by 50 basis points. That's the first time they've done this in 11 years. Some people are scratching their head and saying it's too little, too late. Others are saying it's too much, too soon. Uh, The reality is it's going to have an impact on the spreads of the lower, meaning the southern European countries. Italy currently is in a crisis. Um, They're going to be going to an election in September. Uh, Prime Minister Draghi has officially resigned and the president accepted his resignation. Germany continues to have tremendous problems. The German state actually nationalized uh, by 30% the company in Germany called Uniper, that is responsible for importing the natural gas that's then distributed to German industry. Uh, They have put in uh, 9 billion euros to support the company. Um, Some German states are actually reducing lighting on the streets. They're actually turning them down. The fountains are being turned off. The Germans are now preparing for what's going to be a very difficult fall and eventually winter. When did Germany get poor? Probably the day they decided to support the Ukraine and go against Russia. So, and it's only, they're only so, going to get much poorer. So uh, this, Mr. Unanaway was on before, and he's talked about uh, uh, the deal made between uh, Russia and the Ukraine and was brokered by, by, Turkey. by Turkey. Whose side was Turkey on this time? Their own. Correct. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, they're all over Thank the you, place. Tur- Turkey's a member of NATO that's actually decoupling from NATO. It's something else that's interesting, uh, you all saw the pictures of President Erdogan in Iran with President Raisi and President Putin. Uh, he did actually get a rebuke from both of them. He wanted their blessing to be able to invade northern Syria and to engage in a war there. The Russians and the Iranians told him he is not allowed to do so. So he sort of went away with his tail between his legs, but he did walk away with this major victory today, um, having the uh, UN, uh, the head of the UN there next to you saying, what a great person you are and what a great job you've done in bringing this deal uh, to the market, um, actually gives you a tremendous amount of credibility in the world arena. Going back to Germany, though, uh, remember last week we discussed Hungary. Hungary to, um, is in the process of negotiating buying an additional Eight uh, million, uh, sorry, 800 million cubic uh, 
meters of natural gas from Russia. This is important. This is why German companies are now leaving Germany and they're relocating to Hungary. The most important thing the German manufacturing sector needs to know it has is access to energy. And in Germany, they're already saying that come the fall and the winter, when they're going to be facing constraints, they will actually start to scale down industry in order to keep providing heating and uh, electricity to the households. I asked a good friend of mine, why would they do that? Why would you pull money from industry in order to heat homes and to provide lighting? And he actually told me something which makes a lot of sense because industry doesn't vote, whereas households do. So wow. it's wow. going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. But a lot of people in Germany right now, they're supporting the government. Seventy percent say it's worth the sacrifice in order to help the Ukraine um, in order to not continue importing from uh, from Russia. Mario, but, that, that, that aircraft that crashed in uh, northern Greece... Yes. Uh, with all those weapons on board, it was going mm -hmm. from where? From Serbia to where? So that's an, that was an Antonov plane, which was, it's a Russian-made plane, which was owned by a Ukrainian company, which was piloted <laughs> by an eight-member Ukrainian crew, and it was en route from Serbia to Bangladesh. And it actually, uh, one of its uh, propellers uh, caught fire over Greece, in the northern part of Greece, it was suggested that it turn around and make its way back to Serbia. The pilot, for whatever reason, did not turn back right away, and by the time he decided to turn the plane around, he had to actually make his way to an airport in northern Greece, which he didn't make, and it crashed into the ground. They say there were mortars on board and other ammunitions. Um, the reality is nobody really knows. The Serbs say that, it, that this was a deal a Serbian company had made with Bangladesh to sell uh, mortar is this, is Is this... Uh equipment that was so given given to the Ukraine and they were supposed to use to fight the Russians that they actually sold to somebody else. So the Serbians are saying no. The Serbians saying it's a Serbian company that provided it was a deal and the Ukrainians were merely providing the transport. What I find interesting is since the Ukraine has a um, restriction on males between the ages of 18 and 60, I believe, on leaving the Ukraine, how did an airplane with eight Ukrainian men on it uh, leave the Ukraine? There are a lot of holes in the story. Um, it sort of has gone quiet in Greece. They're investigating and they're looking, but there is not. You would think five days or six days after the crash. I think somebody you know, had a oh crap moment. <laughs> oh yes, like yes, yes, right. I know what you're referring to. Yeah. Yes. I can't use the other word. But we know what you mean. Yes. <laughs> Mario, thank you very much. Always great information and good perspective. And sadly, boy, tough times over there in Europe, too. My Absolutely. goodness. Enjoy Mario, your weekend. Thank you thank very you. much. And coming up um, after the break, everybody here on Cats at Night, Dr. Peter Mielos is going to be joining us. Uh, we'll get an assessment on Biden's health, uh, monkeypox, and a whole bunch more. Stay with us here on Cats at Night, everybody.